The revolution will not be televised. The revolution is here. Yeah. It's common sense. Uh, hello, this is the uh, Knuckle Sandwich Podcast. Um, I am your host, Kenny Stevenson. Uh, comedy and sports, whatever happening. These are smooth. My intros are really smooth. Mm-hmm. Just know that. Yeah, you'll be working out. Um, my guest this week is uh, Roy Jenkins. Um, Roy is. How should, where should we start with your list of credits? Credits. Uh, former groundling, um, former writer on uh, Conan O'Brien for how many seasons? Uh, two. Two? God, you sound so pissed off about yeah, it. Yeah, well. Let's not talk about it. Yeah, no, let's not. And then um, also, were you writer and then head writer? For a while, right on MXC. Oh, I'm just one of the writers. Yeah. One of. Sorry, I didn't mean to okay. blow your credits there. Yeah, God, my stock is falling. Uh, it's okay. I didn't realize it was that high. But um, yes. Yeah, so he was a writer, performer, um, improviser, sketch comedy. Uh, you can see him every week. We'll do a plug now and a plug at the end too. Great. Just Wednesday nights at the Groundling Theater. Oh, look at you. Yeah. The Crazy Uncle Joe show, which for my money is the best improvised show in Los Angeles. Period. Like. Ask Cat at UCB is good or whatever the Armando show at IO, but the consistently week in and week out, no matter when you go, even if you have you think it's an off night, it's still a good show. Thanks, yeah, I love doing it. It's really fun. It is a fun show. Okay, so that's the intro portion. As I mentioned in my last podcast, there's more. That's it. That's okay. it. You're done. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Way to go. I'll just clock out as I leave. Yeah, I'm just gonna talk now for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> So, um, you are, like, tell me if I'm wrong, you are, like me, a California native, correct? Uh, not native, but I moved here when I was five, so. Where were, you, where were you before that? I was born in New Jersey. Oh, sorry about that. Like, yeah, I know. But you, like me, grew up in Orange County, correct? Yes, that is definitely true. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I have that Orange County bent. Like, I like the Angels over the Dodgers. And yes! How weird is it? Because I'm an Angel fan, too. But I, but I feel like when you live in L.A. for a while, you kind of, like, grow to like the Dodgers. I, yeah, you know. The Dodger fans hate Angel fans. I know. It's weird. Well, when I was a kid, the first game I watched, I just turned on the tube, and it was the Giants. And. Giants? The San Francisco Giants. And I just, so I was a Giants fan for years because of that total accident of of history. And then, and I just couldn't get into the Dodgers, and I, and gradually, they just kind of grind you down. When you live in a town, like I lived in Boston, and. I just kind of started liking the Sox, and I mm-hmm. kind of liked the Pats. I could never like the Celtics because I'm a Laker fan. But no, um, I was the same way because when I lived in New, I lived in, I say New York, but I actually lived in New Jersey. Same here. New but York. I was work. Well, I was working in New I Jersey. I became kind I of a Mets fan. You know? Yeah, but I did not want to be a Yankees fan. That was like, de- I'm not going to be a Giants or a Jets fan. So I was like, I liked the Red Sox like just by default because mm-hmm. I just really wanted to piss off Yankee fans a lot. Right. And now every Yankee fan just turned this podcast off, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, which there is are fine. very few of them. Well, we have a huge following already. I think there was well, I think there was like forty downloads last week, which wow, really blew me a away. huge power surge when the, yeah that happens. Yeah, exactly. But so you grew up in Orange County specifically, yeah. San Juan Capistrano. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Because you went to this is now the Orange County viewers just really pr- yeah, it's, it's prick spiking. their ears up. Yeah. yeah. Um, went to the same high school as Todd Marinovich. Capo Valley. No, no. He yeah, went, yeah. He, went to, he went to Capo? He went to Capo Valley, yeah. I don't, not, not all four years, because, I mean, he's sort of like... Oh, I, 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 I can no tell you No loyalties. Some, he went wherever. I could tell you some Todd Marinovich stories. Wow. Believe because you do a lot of speedballing? No. Actually, that's actually a good friend of mine in high school. Her, Remember how he was in a band? 
Oh, Scurvy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My yeah. good friend's uh, brother was in that band with him. Wow. So like I used to go over to my friend's house when I was when I was in high school at Santa Margarita High School, mm-hmm. the parochial school now in South Orange County. And um, we'd go over to her house and Todd Murdovich would be there like, you know, smoking bowls and <laughs> hanging out. It's actually kind of a sore subject with them. So I'm sure. So the whole story's so sordid. It is. <laughs> so sad. But you were in Capo Valley, correct? Yes, Capo Valley right. High School, and you played tennis. I played tennis. That's right. I was, and I was the captain of that team. So. Oh, sorry. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Roy is seven foot two. Uh, with my gigantic glass platforms with fish swimming around the heels, yeah. But no, you're like six. Yeah, I'm six, 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 seven. Yeah. Did the football coaches or the basketball coaches ever like ask you? The football coach, I remember like one day when we were there, like, for the big sign-up for team sports, something. they kind of eyed me, like, you know, I had tight end potential, but was my father like, was just like, I do not want you to play football, and I was like, oh, I don't want to play either, because I like sports where you don't have to touch people, you know, so, <laughs> <I> like, <laughs> that's what I liked about tennis, you know. You, you're you far away from fossil, yeah. and there's even a barrier exactly. in between the two of you that you cannot cross, yeah. do not cross this thing. It was all I could do to get myself to shake their hand at the end, you know, so, uh, <laughs> But like I remember playing, I went, I I played a little bit of basketball. I wasn't very good, but I remember like playing su- summer league, and w- going around a pick, and the guy just put his elbow right into my sternum, and it hurt so bad. I was just like, I want I want to play tennis. This, is, <laughs> this sucks. I don't like this at all. I actually played summer leagues at Capo Valley High School. Oh wow, this is really great. This, we're just talking about high school sports, yeah. but it's fine. Because <laughs> I was pers- great back then. I was there. Is I could literally probably count on one hand like. Like highlights of my high school basketball <laughs> yeah. career. Well, I was it was always bad for me because I was big, so they thought, oh, he'll be a really big rebounder, bruiser, <laughs> and I can't jump at all. And I, I couldn't when I was sixteen. I just you know so it was like. It was well, you know, well it was funny. There was a guy like that in my high school. There was a guy. He was six foot four as a freshman. Mm. As a freshman, he was just like a, he just a stud. He just dominated just anything under the basket. He got the rebound and put it back in. But then when he was a senior, he was 6'4". And then we were all kind of 6'4". And then it was just like, he was exactly the same player. Uh Uh-oh, someone's walking in. Hey, John, how are you? We're recording a podcast. Oh. It's fine. I'm recording a podcast. I'm going to shut up. It's okay. (laughs) We're going to use it. I'm not not going to stop. It's a huge sports fan. It's it's the snowball. (laughs) $99 at your Apple store. We just got a hundred dollar bump there from mentioning. Well done. Thank you, Sean. Okay. Thank you, Sean. Sean Hogan. Also yeah. a tall guy. I probably played basketball at some point. He did, point. and he's actually not bad. Really? Yeah. I always thought there was a long time ago there was a groundlings like basketball like league. We had a group that played, but it was and it was really fun because no matter how bad you were, we still would pass you the ball. We would still you know, like but in terms of like was it really like a challenge physically? No. It was, <laughs> it was very bad. That's funny. But I hate I, basketball. Is like I, I, I have a real weird history with it because when I was a little kid, I was obsessed and I played literally every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like the Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Wilt Chamberlain years. Like I loved the Lakers. Yes, yeah, so you're a huge Laker fan. Always, life, which is great. That plays well on this show Good. because I am a huge Laker fan as well. Yeah, love them. Still, always have. Mm-hmm. And um, and when I was a little kid, I was really good, you know. And then I just kind of stopped playing. I started playing tennis and. And now when I go to the gym, like I, there's this part of me that still thinks I'm really good. And like, <laughs> once in a while they'll say, "Hey, you know, get the tall guy," and like I can just feel the expectations. Like he's. But don't you hate good. like when you're playing? And like, I know I suck, and I'm always a huge disappointment. Don't you hate like when you're playing pickup? Like whenever I, I mean, I rare, I I was playing when I was unemployed earlier this year. Thank you, economy. Um, I, I was playing. I got in like a, like a morning game, 
like it was Tuesday, Thursday mornings, a mm. bunch of like old guys who like work for studios or guys who had lost their job. They play at this gym across from Fox and my buddy got me playing it. And it's just like, when you're like over 6'2 and you're playing in a pickup game, it's like, oh, look out for the tall yeah, guy. Absolutely. Look out, someone get on him. And it's just like, you just get fouled all day. As if I, as if like, just because I'm six foot four, I'm gonna just, I'm and I'm gonna dunk. I'm gonna jump out of the gym. I'm gonna oh, dunk yeah. on you. It's like, do you not see oh, that I'm a white what guy? What I really love is like, the guy who's like six one blocks my shot, and everybody watching goes, "Whoa, <laughs> got him!" And then, then like five times, I get blocked later. They're like, "Oh yeah, it's, that's right. <laughs> it's really, really, not that big a deal." Didn't really when you don't jump, that. you know, you, being six foot six only gives you a few extra inches. You know. Oh my god, that's fantastic. This oh. is a great recapping of. Awful, awful basketball. Yeah, I could go on and on. Tall. And, and you know, the other thing is, like, as a tennis player, mm-hmm. I always said, you know, being tall is really. No, not, you, I'm sorry. Were you, were you this? T- were you, how tall are you exactly? Six seven? I'm I'm about six six and a half. I'm. Were right you that level. tall playing tennis in high school? Uh, close. I, by the time I graduated, about, I was about six. People six. were just like, holy fuck! Look at this. Guy. I had a huge <laughs> serve. I had a just cannon serve, and that was really fun. But what I what I remember was. Um, Oh god, I had a really relevant memory. Oh, um, <laughs> oh yeah. I've always sort of said like being tall in tennis is a total mixed blessing. And then the guy who just won the U.S. Open, um, Del Potro, mm-hmm. is fucking. Oh, it was this. No, you can cuss by oh, all good. means. Okay. I've already said fuck like seven times. Oh, okay, Did you good. Notice that. Uh, Please, six, I wouldn't be doing this if I couldn't cuss. <laughs> he's six six, so it's like ah shoot. Like now I can't really claim that that's a disadvantage. It's okay. He beat Federer. He did, he did beat Federer. That was yeah. a, actually I actually watched some of that. I actually. Tennis is a sport that I don't watch a ton of, but I do like to watch a lot of like the, like the good because you watch a good player like Nadal play or you watch like Federer play, and these guys are like, they're so underrated. They're just such amazing. That athletes. last Nadal Federer Wimbledon final that was where, incredible. Like, was it finished in the dark? I mm-hmm. mean, that was like that's I I mean McEnroe was saying he thinks it's the greatest match ever played, and I I kind of agree. It's I don't like, know how. You, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't know how you could argue. I mean, anyone better? I think I mean it's tennis is such a kind of a sad state in America because tennis. Yeah. There's no strong. I mean, besides Andy Roddick, but Andy Roddick is always kind of out by the quarterfinals. So there really he played a great Wimbledon great, final. I mean, he did. He was good in Wimbledon, but that's this year. that's the first time in a long in a time. long time. And I, I mean, he's a fun guy. He, he was really number did. one in the world for about ten minutes. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> he literally he was just like you know like, briefly. Yeah, got there and bam, immediately lost the ranking and never got that. It was Mandy Moore. I blame Mandy Moore. Yeah, yeah. that's who it was. So, um, what else do I want to talk to you about? Now, then you went to Yale, mm-hmm. and this is a question that I have for you. Because I watched, have you seen the documentary? Harvard BTL. Yeah, 2929. Have you seen it? I have. I just watched it over the weekend. Is I, are Ivy League sports, is it is it still that crazy? Well, it's, like, do you get, is like the Yale Harvard game, like nowadays? I mean, obviously you were there. I don't want to, I don't want to say how old you are, but early, you were there. That's in the, okay. And then, you know, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's interesting because there are a few Ivy Leaguers in the NFL, NFL, not a lot, but not that many. In 1968, when they played that game, it Yale, was, Yale was ranked number 16, 16 in, the in the country. country. So yes. they were a real team. They had Calvin Hill, who was rookie of the year the next year mm-hmm. for the Cowboys. And, and, uh, <clears throat> and because uh, there wasn't as many team like the scholarship thing as it is now in like the NCAA, like, whereas like the big schools. Like Notre Dame, that's a, that'll say that's a good segue for later to talk about current <laughs> events. But like Notre Dame has like whatever, like or USC has like eighty scholarships. And well, Ivy League has none. But back in the '60s, it was more of a, a level playing yes. field. Yes, and and the Ivy League made a conscious decision to de-emphasize football, and um, they they don't go to bowl games. Like, no, they don't. Uh, you know, the, the Ivy team could be undefeated and kill everybody, and they won't play bowl games. 
they don't give as, as you mentioned they don't give athletic scholarships and mm. it's you know room board and tuition at Ivy League schools is like $50,000 a year now. So, so you can go to Stanford or Northwestern or Wisconsin which is an amazing or, yeah, or Duke I mean, or exactly all these excellent schools mm-hmm. get a really good education for free or you can pay full freight at Harvard, Yale, Columbia, whatever. So yeah, I mean, so for that reason, we can't compete. You know, it was, what's funny about that movie to me is, you know, I, I know what, obviously the name of the movie is Harvard BTL 2929, mm-hmm. so I know it's going to end in a tie. And yet, <laughs> as I watch it, win, right? it's, like, it's, watch, it's like watching Kennedy in Dallas, like, you know, don't get in the car. You know, <laughs> like, you know, even though you don't know what's going to happen, you know, like uh-huh. when they go for that two-point conversion, it's like, well, did they win 29-27 or yeah, did they tie? The, yeah, but there's no time on the clock. I know. For those people who don't know the story, which is probably everybody, um, basically, yeah. in 1968, um, Yale was ranked 16th in the country. They were undefeated. And Harvard was undefeated at the time, too. But and they, yet a huge underdog. Huge underdog because they had, like, no really... Like, they just had... They, no one expected them to do anything. They and they had, beat a t- bunch of teams cl- by close scores, whereas Yale had just Just, just destroyed people. Yeah. And Yale was up by three touchdowns and was just, just running over Harvard the entire first yeah. half. And um, within the last three minutes of the game, uh, Harvard scored 16, 16 points. points, which is like absolutely ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I know. They did and, an onside and the, kick, and Yale had never anticipated that they might do that. They had no play for an onside kick. You watching? Yes, the that was the most interesting thing about it. Like, why? Wouldn't you practice that? You know. Like, I mean, I guess I don't really know the ins and outs. I mean, I would assume. Yeah. But I guess at that point, if you're like just shellacking teams, why would you even need yeah, to have? We're not going to be. They're not going to be onside kicking to us. Yeah. What's you know? What the? Why the fuck not? But is are still. So there isn't like on campuses or Ivy League. I mean, in between is are those is the Harvard Yale game still a big deal? It's a, it's. It, I, I'm sure it's not as big as it was then. It's a big deal. Like I I want to. Did you wear the sweater and like sing songs and sure, yes, all that stuff. Muffy's in the bathroom now, and you know all this really. Yeah. Well, I was in a singing group in college. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, one of those stupid things that are called like like aca- poofs or acapellas. Exactly, that's the one from Glee. The Tiger Tones, and Which, you know. I want to say on a side note, fuck that show, Glee. I haven't seen it. It's so overrated. Uh, okay. Like it's it's called Glee, but like, I love Jane Lynch. She's a friend of mine. No, no, no. She's, she's so funny, but there are parts in it that are just hysterical. But it doesn't quite know if it wants to be a, a comedy or a uh-huh. drama. And then the most unbelievable parts about it are the parts when they're singing. Like you just don't buy it. And yeah. I'm like, it's called Glee, and I don't believe that you're in a Glee club yes, singing. That's a problem. So I was, yeah. but I don't know. It's the the darling of the fall season. Yeah. Well, there's so little to choose from. I guess so. Yeah. What? Have you watched Modern Family? I've heard it's good. Yeah, it's a good one. So yeah. why are you knocking? There's not much to choose from. Well, I mean, you know, like, I was just thinking... We like sidetrack too, just so you know. We can, okay. We can sidetrack okay. this way and talk about TV for our, a second. Our listeners, our fan base is so eclectic, yes. They are. Uh, uh, I, well, you know, just, I just remember when I was a kid, like, September Colorado, it was always like the new fall schedule. And now, of course, there is no fall schedule. True. And they would roll out like 20 shows, most mm-hmm. of which were terrible, but it was really fun to sort of like, which ones are going to be good? And now it's like, you know, so Six just a four few. Shows. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think, well, this is... And they cancel well, them immediately. They give it, like, what was the one, like, with acid two episodes? Like, The Beautiful Life, or some shitty, like, Misha Barton show on the uh-huh. CW. Which yes. is, like, I'm sure it was a piece of crap, but at right. the same time, it's like, really, after two shows... You know. Like, you wasted all this money to, like, put the show together, cast yeah, exactly. it. Huge marketing campaign with, like, people, like, half-naked all over town. And after two shows, you're you like... Know. This is it. It done. couldn't possibly do. You know, Heather Graham show that showed one, one episode. episode, and they promoted the shit, shit out of it. And it's like, what did you waste all that money for? If you had to know that yeah. after one show, that they, you know what, 
we probably we probably made a huge mistake here, yeah. guys. I mean, I mean, you should you should have even aired it at that point. You know, if you really believe in a show, you got to think like it could turn itself itself around after just you know one airing. So I don't know. That was a very strange choice I thought too. That was great. Yeah. We just all of Heather Graham's fans. Yes. I can track. Can I tell you my, my Heather Graham story? Please. I was in New York City. And it better be good, though. She's a friend of a friend. I think it's good. She, you know, she's a friend of a friend as me as well. Okay, now I so yeah. I know her. I've met her a few times. Actually, I, so have I. I doubt she would say, "Oh, I know Roy." I, I, you're, she'd know you're, my face. You're, you're speaking to the choir. She's met okay. me a few times. She'd probably recognize and I have me. a huge crush on her. I always have just thought she was so she's beautiful. attractive. So we're she, just on a side note. She's got a lot of movies now where she went straight to video where she does a lot of sex scenes. Oh, good. I'm just saying. Got it. Yeah, I got to check. Just it saying. Out. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Netflix. Hello. Mm-hmm. So we were dancing in a circle. Uh, with, so a bunch of people. It's a birthday party in, in New York City. <laughs> so there's like, like eight of us. Circle or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're all wearing like a fringe leather and you know. Anyway, so Fantastic. but what was funny is so the eight of us people start to kind of peel off mm-hmm. and then enough people peel off that then it's just me and Heather and <laughs> it was the most awkward thing because part of me was like uh, this isn't really fun for me because I don't know you and, I, and then again I'm dancing with Heather Graham yeah exactly yeah. so I'm like, not I don't one, know you personally but, but I, I, don't, I know who you I'm are I'm uncomfortable with you <laughs> and it was like, I can't be I can't be so stupid to like you know I'm not going to stop dancing with Heather Graham but she didn't have that same feeling about Roy Jenkins she was willing to stop dancing. <laughs> Did she pull one of these? Like, I'm gonna go see what so and so is doing. Fill in the blank. Yeah. So she just realized, like, I don't really want to be dancing with this guy who I don't know. You know. So that's a good story. Yeah, that's a good story. I still, I, I still like her despite that. You should. I have a good one too, but we'll save it. We'll save it for okay. my Heather Graham's podcast, which is what we'll record right after this. Oh, one. cliffhanger. Yeah. Um. So we were talking earlier today because let's let's get into the headline portion of the show. Sure. I don't really like to talk a ton of headlines, but um, big football game this week, at least for me personally, um, uh, Notre Dame-USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, USC is ranked 6th in the nation. Notre Dame is ranked 25th in the nation. They both have the same record. Yes. Wait, they didn't even play last week. This is what I find And hilarious. they rose. Notre Dame. Bubbled up into the 25. No, I am a Notre Dame fan, so granted this is coming from a place of like, you know, yeah. a little bit. But this, does this, so they were ranked in the top 25 when they started the season. And they beat Nevada like huge. They killed them. Lost to Michigan. And but this, let me just finish sorry, the story. I Don't fucking cut me off. I beg your pardon. Jesus. Bro. Anyway, sorry, that got awkward. Um, so they beat Nevada, and they go up to like 18. And they play mm-hmm. Michigan, and they lose to Michigan by like three on a last-minute play. Yeah, so competitive. And they drop out of the top 25 because of that. Michigan goes into the top 25. So that I'm alone, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't make any sense. Michigan continues to win. And become 4-0. Notre Dame continues to win. They beat Purdue and Michigan State. They don't go in the top 25. Meanwhile, Michigan keeps winning. And so, and they don't say that. And then uh, Michigan loses, and Notre Dame has a week off, and Notre Dame goes into the top 25 by not playing. Mm. So in my mind, I feel like we should just keep taking bye weeks. Next thing you know, you're BCS material. And like this week too, like Jimmy Clausen has like made his way into like all the ESPN like Heisman. He's like number two on the Heisman board. I'm like, we should just not play every week. Wow, yeah, that would be great for us. And I'm gonna say we, because I don't believe in that whole. But don't like, lump me. I don't like that whole BS about like, um, oh, you don't play for them, oh, so no, you can't no. say. I'm a we guy. I'm totally a we. I I like watch the I watch the team. If I, not for me, they wouldn't be where they are. Exactly. You know? yeah. So anyway, long we, story. Rankings are weird to me. Like when number one plays number two, and number one wins by you know like like you said like a last second field goal mm-hmm. with no time on the clock. I feel like. 
That's what's supposed to happen. One is supposed to be a little bit better than two. Mm-hmm. And then two drops down to six. There's something. Like, <laughs> well, there was, well, they're still the second best team. There's they played one to an absolute standstill. So what what why aren't they still the number polls, two? The polls make no sense. They're um in the top ten right now. Uh so LSU, this segue is great into what I was gonna oh, talk good, to you good. about next. So LSU played Florida this past week. LSU was number one. I right. mean uh, Florida's number one, LSU is number four. four. And they lost, and they slipped down to like eight or something mm-hmm. like that, below USC. And USC, so they both have one loss. USC is one loss to Washington, who yeah. LSU beat. Uh, yeah. So it's like, well, yeah. how do you figure that? How do you, uh, how do, you do that? It's retarded. It does not make sense, yeah. Anyway, so my segue was, we talked earlier today, is that you, I said that I'm a big Notre Dame fan. And right. you said you grew up hating Notre Dame. Yes. Now, why is that? You said your father went to uh, both LSU. sides. My father went to LSU, and like I remember when uh, here's a name that really predates you, but Burt Jones was no. a big Colts quarterback years ago. Oh, uh, I you but know before I'm, the sure Colts, I'm sure I've heard that he was at LSU, and and I remember watching one day one game LSU beat Notre Dame, and my dad's just like, yeah, we just you know we hate Notre Dame, you know, and it, it was this weird thing of like, oh yeah, there's the the famous LSU Notre Dame rivalry. That's what I imagine. What's the famous? Yeah, and then I grew up and I found out there's no rivalry that anybody else knows about. And and then my mom's father, my, my maternal grandfather, uh, played football. I, I want to say UPenn. It might have been Penn State, but mm-hmm. also hated Notre Dame. And so, you know, like whenever whenever they would play, and and you know, who it didn't matter who they're playing. It was just like we we were like like we like who's ever playing Notre Dame. That was our team. You know, I find that most people, you either, Notre Dame is one of those teams where you either like them or you hate them. Yeah. They're like the Lakers, they're, they're like the Yankees, yeah. they're like um, the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Bit, yeah. yeah, you either hate them or you love them. Yeah. I love that your dad thought there was an LSU. You thought, I love that you thought there was an LSU Notre Dame rivalry. I would love to know what the uh, all time record of LSU versus Notre Dame is. I mean, have they look played it up. more if than. If I had internet access in this room, yeah, we I, could probably look it have up. Have they played more than five times? I bet they haven't. You know, the last time they played was actually, and I will give you some amazing stats. Okay. Although I don't know, the, I guess it was, whenever it was Brady Quinn's senior year, which I guess would have to be. Two years ago? Or? This is his third year in the NFL, so I guess 2006, maybe the 2007 uh, Sugar Bowl. Uh-huh. It was, oh, excuse me, Notre Dame versus LSU. And it was the year when it was, it was Jamarcus Russell, uh-huh. who is the shittiest quarterback in the NFL. Heisman, you know, bullshit. Did yeah. you just let one go? I did. <laughs> oh, my God. I tried to put it right into the cushion. He just yeah. farted. Yeah. That just, now all of our fans who love farting just turned, up, turned up their Exactly. They don't have to smell it. So that's they don't have to. I do. I'm the only one that's Podcasts. That's fantastic. Speaking of the Sugar Bowl. And my fact, I sang in the in a group in college. Did you sing the Sugar Bowl? We sang the um, the Star Spangled Banner before the Sugar Bowl in two thousand four. It was Michigan Auburn. You like as like you reunited I was, with? I was on the field and we sang the the you know my old my sing group that I was with. in New Orleans. Did I say two thousand four? Nineteen eighty four. I was like going to say you guys like get back yes, together. Yeah. No, no, no. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I do. Holy shit! Decades just. Get dropped and added. So was it? It was at the Superdome then. Still, the Superdome's Superdome. been around. Do you know? Here's a fun fact. Do you know that the Superdome? You know how like all the seats are like mismatched colors. Mm-hmm. Do you know why they do that? Mm-hmm. So when you're watching on TV, because New Orleans just generally has a hard time drawing fans. This is such a small market. Yeah. They do that so, so on TV so it looks like it looks like their people are That's in the great. seats. So it looks like it's full. Oh my god. So if you, if you put and the headrests look like heads. <laughs> <laughs> They went to such details to actually put, <laughs> exactly. like, draw, like, fake mm-hmm. kind of people Yes, exactly. Some black, some Hispanic. And... So do you do you still, so do you still hate Notre Dame? 
Uh, what do you even not, care? You know, and, 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 and I hope this doesn't make you feel bad. I don't care. I know plenty of people. Well, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's harder to hate a team Fuck who's Catholic not that great. Oh, true. You know, it's sort of like, you know, when Notre Dame, like when Lou Holtz was there and they had the big sweet contract with NBC, where it's like, they still have it. God damn it. Every time I turn on the TV on Saturday, Notre Dame is playing. I don't care about Notre Dame. I hated them then. They still have a big contract with NBC. Huh? Yeah, I guess they always, they will always, always have it because Notre Dame travels well. Yeah. And um, they all they, the ratings are great, and that's why they're never going to join a conference. They're just never football wise. But basketball, never join they're in the Big the East. Big East. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole, every other they're in every other team is in the Big East. Just just, just the football. Just the football. Yeah. So I mean, you know, just like uh, you know, like when the Celtics got so bad, I didn't hate the Celtics that much anymore. Now they're good again, and I hate them again. But do you, you really know. hate them though? I don't know. No, it's like, not the same. No, I, yeah, it's not the same. Because to me, like when like the lake like that. That Lakers Celtics stuff in the '80s oh, was like. Man. I mean, I mean, I respect the hell out of Larry Bird now, and I respect the hell out of Kevin McHale and Parrish. I mean, they those were guys. just were amazing. But at they the were. time, it was like <laughs> hated Boston. Well, you know, it, it was hated again. You know, as, as I was saying, like I lived in Boston for three years, and I never, I never became a Celtic fan. But you know, like the local news would show, like you know, uh, Robert Parrish was, you know, went to this smoking, hospital. Smoking no, dope. no, no, just the opposite. <laughs> you know. You know, doing all these kind things, you know, at the uh-huh. Puppy Reclamation Center, Danny Ainge handed out puppies to, you know, sort of like, uh, makes it harder to hate them a little bit, you know, when but you I'm kind sure, of get to know them a little bit. I'm sure you know? if you went out at the Boston Commons, you would see them doing things that you didn't, that uh, would make you hate them. I'm I, sure. They should have had like a Laker channel that showed them, you know, molesting people <laughs> or, you know, just to piss holding off. up liquor well, stores. Well, it's so funny to me that like, because everyone, everyone else, I guess it's good to have you want to talk about, we, this segues a little bit into the baseball um, you know, the Dodgers and the Angels are playing for the uh, the, the championships. The, the, uh, the, the American League, League and yeah. nationally, the Dodgers at the time of this podcast have, have lost Game One, and the Angels play Game One tomorrow. The Dodgers mm-hmm. play Game Two, um, but um, the country, the rest of the country, hates Los Angeles so much, and especially that you, we have these two East Coast teams. You have the Yankees and the Phillies. Mm-hmm. I mean, those games back there are just going to be. They people love to see LA lose. Yeah. They just yeah. love it. I although, don't. although, did you see that thing that like, they're saying that the Boston fans, the minute they lost, as they filed past the Angels' uh, like room, whatever, where they, where they they were like beat New York, beat the oh, Yankees. of course, no, absolutely, because yeah, they, they like whoever's playing the Yankees. You no, know? which I think is cool, but I love that. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe I can ask where you stand on this, but I love that. Like, if you watch the games. The people were holding up like I guess some local radio station in Boston was handing out like you know beat LA, mm-hmm. but it wasn't it was beat LAA because it's the Los Angeles Angels, Angels of Anaheim. Yeah, exactly. Or I guess they dropped the of Anaheim. I think it's just they're just the Los Angeles LAA Angels. LAA is now. Los Angeles Angels. No, they still like for legal purposes. But when you see LAA, it's Los, it's Los Angeles, Angeles Angels. Angels. But they yeah. but they could have just said beat LA. Of course. But I love that they just that. I mean, how do you feel about it? Do you, do you like the fact that they have, that the Angels call themselves an L.A. team? Um, that, to me, is such a tempest in a teapot. I really couldn't care less. You know, Neither so, could I. I don't even understand. I, I find it pe- a little bit annoying that they did that. It's a bit of a diss for Orange County. But they, to me, it's like, that's, LA, but, that's, but, but that's what the team, I mean, they're called the Angels. That's where the mascot you know, came you know, from. You know what my real reaction is, actually? I, I, it doesn't make me mad. I think it didn't work. Like I don't think people in Los Angeles feel like, hey, that's our team. I mean, oh, for sure. Th- I'll that say that that, for sure. that was sort of the idea, I guess. I don't, I don't know why they did it. Or, well, you know what? Here, for marketing outside of California. I think like to try to get people like who live in LA proper, 
like probably not, but you probably could get some people in the city of industry who mm-hmm. are like, you know, I don't, I'm tired of the Dodgers, yeah. so let's I'll go to an Angels game. You right. probably got some of those people, people. who are equidistant, yeah. Because at the time they were doing all those billboards around LA, it was when the Dodgers were not doing very well, mm-hmm. and yeah, the Angels yeah. were like, you know, the Angels have been consistently good for the last seven or eight years. It's or like like nine years actually. The Angels have been good, and the Dodgers have been pretty mediocre, yeah. And I actually feel that the Angels could actually beat the Yankees. Oh, I think so too. And I think I think it'll be the Yankees or the Angels in that will win the World Series. Oh, absolutely. I think whoever wins That's the, the AL, World Series kind of, yeah. I think so. I mean, the Angels were 14 and 4 against the National League this year. They killed well, the National League. I just feel League. like the I mean, and I know the National League has won some has won the World Series, you know, in the past like 5 or 6 years. Well, in this year, the, the Phillies are yeah. the reigning champions. But I just feel like well, I don't Tampa Bay had no, really had was a fluke. Yeah. But I really feel like the American League is just, especially in the AL East, like, it's just a, such a different game. Like, yeah. they just, like, look at that picture, like, John, like, so, like, like here's a case, like, case in point, John Smoltz pitches for the Red Sox, like, and this year, and it's just terrible. Like, hmm. he had that, he had that one game where the Yankees just roughed him up, and they literally were saying that his game, like, his career's over, like, he's done. Wow. But then he, so they release him, they wave him, and then he gets picked up by the Cardinals and goes back to the National League. Does it pretty well. And he does really well. And it's like, to me, it's like, or, there's something to say about that. Or two years ago when the Rockies won like 21 out of 23 games at the end there, they just mm-hmm. come storming back and then lose four straight to the Sox. It's like, yeah, you you just wreaked havoc in the National League and couldn't get arrested in the American League. You know, I don't know how that happened, but yeah, they're definitely better. Well, that's why Manny's going to be a DH next year. Maybe that's my prediction. Yeah, he homered tonight. He did, but he came up also late in the game with two on. Angels down by two. It's like a big chance, and he meekly grounded out. You said Angels. You mean Dodgers? Dodgers. I beg your pardon. God. Yeah. How, the, the how dare you? Was there a difference? Yeah. Okay. I would love to see a Dodgers Angels. It'd be fun. Although series. that would be hard for me because I like them both. It's sort of like I don't like it when they play in a way because I, I I wish I want them both to win so. That's too sweet. Yeah, I want them both to win. We that's always that's actually always a problem for me with sports. Like, I I always feel so bad for the team that loses that it, it tempers my ability to enjoy the win. You know, like, really? I, I'm serious. Like, Even like when the Lakers, like when the Lakers beat the Magic, I you love were, like it. so I lo- bummed. I love it, but when I see those Magic guys who you know a week before, like I'm in the NBA Finals, this rocks and. You know, if you lost, somebody or several people on that team are going to feel like, I didn't play my best. I didn't really bring my best game. You know, and you just see this frustration on their faces, and it's like, I do feel Well, in the case them. of the Magic, it's because Jesus didn't. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that about <laughs> Dwight, Dwight Howard before oh, no. the finals started? Now you're making it easier for me to not like him. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Dwight Howard, um, in an interview, said that, oh, we're going to win. The Magic are going to win. And they're like, well, how do you know? And he's like, oh, because, you know, Jesus... Uh, Jesus believes in us, or something to that effect. Basically, saying that like Jesus cares more about the Orlando Magic than he does. Oh my. Well, the thing about is, Jesus, any other team. Jesus loves the triangle uh, offense. He does. And, and, I mean, it's, he he likes Jesus likes to run. He likes yeah. to get his brother on the floor. <laughs> he loves Spaniards. Yeah. He loves uh, guys who marry Kardashians because he knew that was going to happen. He knew Lamar was going to marry. Well, yeah, he's because all, he's God all knowing. Yeah. So clearly, he's going to like that more than a team. That really, I mean, you know, that just exists in a city that, for the sole purpose of being around, uh, you know, theme park. Exactly. I mean, that's they're why drained a swamp. And that's yeah. why they're called the Magic. Yeah. 
Which I don't understand. Why is Orlando like the hotbed where like every athlete lives in the off season? Do you know that like so many they must athletes have good live tax there? Structure or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what that is? Florida does have great no no t- no, no state, state taxes. Tax, yeah. But you can go to Oregon. There's no state taxes. Nevada. Nevada has. And no get a house cheap. You get a house well. <laughs> get a repo. Let's save that for my housing podcast. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. There was something else I wanted to do with you. Now, last podcast we did NFL picks. Is that something that piques your interest? Um, a little, yeah. A little, yeah. Do you have an NFL team that you follow? I don't. I was a I was a big Ram fan growing up. This is me. This is me telling you to vamp while I look yes. up, look up the, the matches. When do you want to do college matchups? We can pick some college games. I did, I, I, I'm more interested. Now. Let's do some college pick on okay. that. But when the, when but the Rams vamp. moved to St. Louis, it. In me. I was a Ram season ticket holder. Uh, we went to like every game. I mean, I, I suffered with that team and they never won it. And I was like, you know, I was loyal and they just left. And that what made me mad is like, they were they were putting butts in seats. Like when, when Montreal left, I mean, there was nobody in I that I could understand. I yes. understood that. Like, come on, Expos, you didn't support them, you know? Mm-hmm. But Ram fans. They turned out, and they just got a better offer in St. Louis. Georgia, like, well, Georgia Frontieri is just a money growing bitch. Yeah, and I, then what's funny is that I was in St. Louis. I had a job where I was traveling the country with for uh, doing marketing campaigns for this company, and the com- parent company was in St. Louis. And I was there watching like a Monday Night Football game, like shortly after they had won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Kurt Warner was still their quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm a, I, I became a Charger fan the second they left. I was like, well, I'm San Diego's closest. Switch my loyalties, yeah. But I was there, and I was at a bar, and I was watching the game, and I was telling some guy, I'm like, yeah, I used to be a Ram ticket holder in L.A., like, blah, blah, blah. And he just turned to me, looked me right in the face, and was like, they're our team now. Oh, and I was God. like, well, then have them, you fucking country hit. <laughs> and they had the St. Louis. Shit, so yeah. They, had the, they got to another World Series, or another Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. They didn't win it. And they lost. And now yeah. they're, of course, the laughing stock. The and, laughing stock. And Rush Limbaugh singing about my... I guess that's done. It's done. He's out, which is good. But do you know, also, the one thing that makes me like the Rams, they're the most liberal team by in terms of their contributions. They're the only team that gives 90% of their political... Um, what do you call it? Uh, you know, like, contributions to, to Democrats. And they're like five teams that give 90% or more to Republicans. Really? Yeah. And the that's Chargers really are ultra-conservative. Oh not yeah, only, well they're in San Diego. I now mean, they give ninety percent, but they also give more. They give like three times as much as the next team or something. Maybe I should stop following them. Yeah. My entire family just stopped tuning in because they're all Republican. Anyway, um, <laughs> they probably seriously they probably just lost. Yeah, my, my family too. I'm a registered independent though, guys, so they don't they don't wow. hate me enough. Anyway, all right, so we're gonna pick a couple games here. Okay. Um, let's start with a big one: USC Notre Dame. Who do you like? I like obviously USC. USC. Okay, fine. I do think I do think it's going to be a good game. I do think Notre Dame's going to actually make it close. Where this is year. it? It's in South Bend. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that could make a difference. Do you remember the? Fa- I'm sure the Faust years, which there was such there was one anomaly is like they were so Notre Dame was so terrible and they just beat USC like a drum those mm-hmm. years. Like they couldn't beat anybody, but they, but beat they kept beating USC. That to me, it's like if we beat SC, I just want to beat SC yeah. and Michigan. We lost to Michigan, which was a hard. Yeah. We beat Michigan State, which I kind of like. I just want to beat SC and just I just want to win. That's yeah. all I like. Okay, so the other the other big game is the Red River rivalry. Oh, Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma. Any 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 idea who thinks to win that game? You know, I, I think Oklahoma is just not that great, they're and not. I know their I quarterback think, is agree. back and all that, but they're not that good. I, I think Texas will win that. Mm-hmm. 
We're just going to do top 25 unless, unless we have a, a, no. a non... No, God, if you go beyond that. Although, I do think Yale's going to beat Lehigh this weekend. Is that who you guys are playing? No. I, I think it's all <laughs> Ivy League now. It's probably, you know, dark. You guys, aren't, you guys aren't stepping out to play some Patriot League non-conference games? <laughs> exactly. Holy Cross isn't coming into some town? prep schools. Prep schools, yes. <laughs> Binghamton is coming into play. <laughs> Groton. Iowa, Wisconsin. Uh, I don't really know, but I'm going to say Wisconsin because my wife's from Milwaukee. Okay. Iowa, I'm going to say Iowa because Iowa's 6-0. and Okay. So... For all those who like to bet, uh, Oklahoma State Purdue. Oklahoma State's five and one. Purdue is one and five. I'm gonna say Oklahoma State also because I don't like the. Big oh, 10. Ohio State. Did I say Oklahoma State? I said I meant Ohio State. Okay, Purdue. I'd say definitely Ohio State. Fantastic. Penn State. Oh, they're both Big Ten. I said Penn State, Minnesota. This is all. These we're in the conference games now. I believe my wife is a graduate of Minnesota, but Sorry. I still say Penn State. Oh, someone's sleeping on the couch. <laughs> yeah. Is she a diet? She probably isn't a diet. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of a commuter school. It's like UC Irvine or something. Really? Because I have a friend who went there who just like just golden bleeds golden gopher, golden gopher everything. Oh my God. It's insane. Uh, Houston, Tulane. Who Houston. cares? <laughs> yeah, they're Houston. Uh, Florida, Arkansas. That's a big game, but it presumably is. Florida's favorite against everybody. So. They are playing Jesus. Tim Tebow is like literally Jesus. Yeah. Um, Nebraska, Texas Tech. Nebraska. This is good. This is the exciting part of the show. I should let's see with a little more. Fire I know. Let's see if we can find mind. one that's more interesting that we might actually be able to talk about a little briefly because we're we're up against the time the clock here about four or five more minutes. I went the speed rounds coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got I got something lightning. I got a lightning okay. round for you. Don't worry about it. I don't. I got, I keep something. Let's see. Uh, another. Oh, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech. That's a big game. <laughs> Va Tech. Really? Yeah. You're very confident about that one. I am. I agree. I think Virginia Tech is actually not like quite Ryan good Rick this year. Ramon Rec has already has a big loss against the Miami. Well, Miami's playing Central Florida, so that's a that's win. A, yes, that's a sacrifice. Oh, here's an interesting one. This is one because I like I hate Nick Saban quite a, a a great deal. He's Alabama. Yeah, Alabama, South Carolina, number two versus number twenty two. So you got the old ball coach Steve Spurrier. Oh yeah, and South Carolina is five and one, and Alabama. Alabama looks to be really, really, really good this year. It's sort of weird though when when a team gets a gift like they did. Like, why they become number two over Texas? Like, I think that that could they're work really good. Them. If you watch them play, it. they're no, really no. good. I mean, Texas. I mean, I don't know. To me, it's like one, two, three. Those teams are just are they kill, they're just killing the, teams. Yeah. Florida and Alabama will eventually will have play, to play each other which is for the SEC title. Yeah. And what the, a lot of people were saying is that Florida and Alabama play for the SEC title, even though if they're both undefeated, they're saying the loser of that game we'll still go will still go and they may play again. Like So if wow. Florida and Alabama are undefeated and they lose, you may still see, and like SC, well, SC has two losses or Texas has a loss, you will see that same those same that teams of, play for the championship. I mean, like I was talking about earlier. In a way, if you think of the two best teams, I mean, one of them had to lose that game, you know, mm-hmm. even when they play. So, like, I don't think of that such a bad. I don't agree, disagree either, because I I don't understand the whole philosophy that if you lose late, you're like fucked. Like if you're yeah. these, like if you have like right, four right. undefeated teams and then you lose your last game of the season, you're, oh, you're out. You're out of contention yeah. for the national yeah. championship game. Also, uh, but I, you know, it's funny because like in basketball, I always pull against the ACC. And in football, I always pull against the SEC. I just get so sick. I'm like, it's the best. Oh, I am on the exact same page with you. Like, I, I, like when the tournament starts for the NCAA basketball, it's like, please just knock out Duke, knock out North Carolina. I like Duke, but I I like those two schools, but I don't I don't like the idea that like, well, this is the whole East Coast bias, but yeah, the SEC being like 
Oh, well, Florida could probably beat the Raiders. No, they couldn't. No, yeah. I'm sorry, the Raiders are a terrible football team, but <laughs> they're pros. I'm, they're pros. You put they were the Raiders. All stars they in will college. kill, they will destroy. Tim Tebow will be on his ass the whole <laughs> yeah. game. There's no. I'm sorry. I wish they would. I'm sorry, SEC. It's just because of people, those people have nothing better to do with their lives than yeah. to worship football teams because their lives oh, are yeah. so terrible. God. And LA, we live the fucking life of luxury. I was like, oh yeah, we got a good team. How about that? I know. I, my old girlfriend lived in Tennessee, and I would visit her, and it's just like, it's just the whole area was just orange. You know, all Rocky these, Top. Yeah, these huge flags in front of people's houses with these big white tees on the orange background. Just like, oh my god, ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so there's one more thing I want to do. I'm gonna kind of be. I meant to write these down, but I'm gonna spitball in my head. So you okay. you were you wrote yes on MXC for how many years? Uh, like three seasons. Three seasons. For those of you who don't know the show, it's like one of the funniest shows, easiest to produce oh, too. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know why it's still not on the air, because it would cost, like, no money to make it. Believe me, we're not happy about it. We would love to go for, for another season. But basically what they did was they took, like, old Japanese, not old, but, like, Japanese game shows, take them and just dub over them, like, as if it was a different game As if it was show. a sporting event. Yeah, and so um, a lot of the show is just, like, you would, you know, really quick, like, kind of quick jokes. Mm-hmm. Quick oh, lots of, lots of, like... Poopy pee fag, you know, like just low brow humor. All of it was like the the sort of goal was like plausible deniability. Like, oh, did we were we making a, a poop joke there? You know, were we making a blowjob joke there? We didn't we didn't really know. Like, mm-hmm. obviously we knew, but like, I, I all these terms like a blumpkin and a Cleveland steamer, and it was and all, all these, there in the show. Yeah, like, oh, he hits the blumpkin, and you're like, what, 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 he, a what? You know, and then you realize later like this show is filthy. You know? Uh huh. It was a great show. So. Taking that, this is my my hard pressed theme that we're gonna play right now. But you also wrote for Conan too, right? And I'm assuming you probably wrote some jokes for the monologue. I was not a monologue writer. That was a really? separate part of the staff. Really? Yeah. Well, then this ruins my whole game. But we're gonna oh, try it anyway. Shoot. Okay. So what I wanted to do was I was gonna say, like, name a person in sports. Okay. And then I wanted you just to come up with like a quick like quip about them. <laughs> oh God. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Because you're quick, you're a, you're a, you're a great improviser. Oh, thank you. I, I've seen you on. I've done the Joe show with you before, and I've seen you. I will. I will do. I've, I've seen you say things that I pull things out of your ass that I. Now this is the proviso that these are like good jokes, but good is in quotation marks. Well, I'm just gonna just I'm gonna throw it out there <laughs> sure. and just try to make a quip. Okay? okay, so I'm gonna try. So we'll gear it towards what okay, we've talked about so far. Okay, these so are not monologue. Ready. Let's say um, uh, Notre Dame. Um, uh, you're gonna need to pray for them. Oh, thank you for that one. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, they are, I think, you know, the thing is, with Kobe's rapier-like wit, they can't but do well. <laughs> rapier-like wit. Okay, um, the Harvard Crimson. The Harvard Crimson. Uh, uh, you know, my heart bleeds for those... Than that 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 same Harvard Red and uh, I hope that they do the same. Wow, that one sucked. Yeah, that was not good. Let's find so. a better one to go. I know I should have gone out the Laker one. That was I should have saved that one. Yeah, we can go back to it if I have to. Um, what else would you talk about? Let's recap recap the show. Um, uh, LSU. Um, <laughs> when you when your school is in the middle of uh, the the drunkest place on earth, uh, <laughs> there's nothing to do and nobody cares about sport and nobody cares about stu- studying at all. You're going to have a good football team. <laughs> High school tennis. Um, it sucks because you don't have line judges and everyone cheats. 
That's just like that's just like a true statement. Exactly. Oh, this I, I wanted this to go so much better. Let's just oh, do this yeah. again. The Lakers. <laughs> Say the Lakers. Uh, Kobe and his rapier-like wit. <laughs> yes. yes. That's what we'll go out on. Um, thank you very much. You've been a wonderful guest. A pleasure, Kevin. Let's shake, too. We just shaked for people who yeah, can't yeah. see this. Yes. Um, we can see you every Wednesday night at the Crazy Uncle Joe yes, Show. Yes, 7307 Melrose Avenue in Los Angeles. 323-934-4747 to reserve yes. tickets. Please. Every Wednesday you can see Roy. They just did a show with Michael Sheen. That's right. Frost, Nixon. Do you have any big guests this coming week? Uh, no, not that I know. No. no. Okay, yeah. it's a good show, though, regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for listening to this seven-hour podcast, and um, uh, keep checking the blog uh, www.knucklesandwich.org. And we are up on iTunes. Dot org. Yeah, it's very important. Dot com wasn't available on GoDaddy, so you got to do dot org now for a nonprofit. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>